On this episode of Kenny and the Coaches, I'm talking with Empire Boys basketball coach Braden Hill. Coach Hill has been at Empire as an assistant football, basketball, and baseball coach since 2016. In 2019, Coach Hill became the head boys basketball coach here at Empire. Coach Hill is an Empire alumni and has a passion for the kids at Empire to be the best they can be. Coach Hill is not only the head coach of boys basketball, but being his assistant, he's my head coach as well. He loves the game of basketball and loves talking about it. Here's my conversation with Coach Braden Hill. All right, Coach, thanks for taking time out of your weekend to talk with me a little bit. I appreciate you having me, Coach. I'm probably not the uh, not the experienced coach like you get some of the others, but I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to be here. I think you're doing a really good job, and uh, you know, with these other coaches that I've listened to, man, it's exciting for me, especially as a real young coach. Man, I've learned a lot just listening to these guys. So I think I think this podcast is a really good idea. Well, thank you. It's more fun for me than it is anything, and I kind of do the same thing even as an older coach. I've, I'll sit there and catch myself just listening to what they're saying. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to be asking questions. You know, right, so. yeah. Oh, I mean, heck, that's – I mean, as as a listener, I mean, which I, I'd assume majority of your listeners will be, you know, coaches or former coaches or whatever it is. But, I mean, as a listener, I, I, I think it's, you know, it's awesome to listen to. I mean, there's nothing – there's no podcast, you know, I've seen that's kind of like that. And I think for area coaches for sure, and even coaches that around the state of Oklahoma, I mean, it's interesting listening to their stories and – you know, stuff like that. So I really enjoy it. I think it's important. Cool deal. Now, you now, when this airs, it'll be a couple of weeks past the games at the big house, but you went up there and watched a lot of them this past weekend? I did, man. I, uh, I usually, you know, until hopefully that time comes that we're playing in it, um, I, I usually take off and uh, I'll go up there usually Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and uh, watch the games, you know, but – um, I went Thursday and Friday this week, and uh, it was uh, it was real exciting. I mean, really, on the boys' end, I mean, it was it for the most part. I mean, it was really competitive going up into you know the finals. You know, I thought obviously Hydro boys uh, kind of got away with one, I believe, in that first game, but it was that uh, against Canute. But that second game they played against Tushka. I mean, just a phenomenal story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just an unranked team. Hadn't been ranked in the top twenty all year long. Um, you know, just the way, and here's the deal: the way they play. I mean, it just wasn't. It just their effort, their you know, want to just go get. It. I mean, they just did all the things right. And so, I ended up. I think that one was Friday. It was Friday night. I was sitting there watching it, and this can Hydro boys play. I mean, mm-hmm. and. Not to take anything away from Hydro, obviously they're extremely, extremely talented team. Extremely talented. I mean, I think they won it all last year, and I, I don't think they graduated very much, if I can remember. But um, you know, it was them and they, them and Tushka went back and forth in the semifinals, and um, I think with under a minute left, if I can remember right, under a minute left, there's about three or four lead changes. Wow. And it was just, you know, and a lot of it come down to who was going to knock down free throws. I mean, and they had, Tushka had this point guard go to the free throw line, and he just, I mean, I can't, I think he went four for four under a minute. That's pretty clutch. And, yeah, I mean, and it wasn't, it was four for four under a minute, and, you know, it was kind of, I think they only won by, I think they only ended up winning by two. Yeah, they ended up winning by two. Yeah. 
And so, I mean, you can't really ask much more of a point guard. But uh, but then you got, you know, another talented Garber team playing Caddo. Caddo and uh, Vanoff's game was pretty good. It was really competitive game. And then Garber and Caddo, I thought it being a little bit more close. But um, overall, man, it was, for me, I, I learned a lot sitting there watching it. But, I mm-hmm. mean, the sport this year of an unranked team going and winning it all and Proving that anything's possible, you know, is 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 really something in itself, man. I, I really enjoyed it, and I I thought that was something special. You know, I don't know anything about Tushka, mm-hmm. don't know much about their coach. Actually, <laughs> funny, I actually talked to Coach Yzer while I was up there, um, and he's actually real good buddies with that guy Tushka. Oh yeah, yeah. He said uh, I talked to Yzer, and he said, "Yeah, man, he's my really good friend," and. He said uh, he was at McAllister before he went to Tushka, and he ended up here at Tushka. And he said, "Man, I'm just I was so excited for him." And I mean, I'm sure everybody in the state of Oklahoma is. I, you hate to see a, any team lose, but what a story for a unranked team to go win it all in the fashion that they did. So, yeah, and I, I don't know too much about him either, but I mean, I. I'd seen where it's the first one that they've won since like the '50s or the '40s. Or something wow. like that. That's pretty crazy. Now, another thing I remember about Tushka is, oh gosh, it was a while back a tornado had come through and like wiped the school out. Holy cow! Yeah, that that was over ten years ago, I think. That's, that's well, about the only thing I remember. I know about Tushka. I know my wife is from uh, Stringtown, and when we uh, were in Durant, we would go through Tushka to get to Stringtown. So, is I mean, it? I mean, how big the town is it? A- Small. It's like one of those you blink, you miss it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I even been. I don't even. I hardly. I can even tell you where it's located at before. Yeah. Told me. Yeah. But I tell you, fan base was absolutely incredible. I mean, I, I props to them. I thought that you know, right before or right after the games and before the games. I mean, it was a lot of fans there. By all means, ever. I think all fans had great fan bases, but man, Tisha's fan base was. They were there, and they were they made it known that they were there. And you know, after their wins, they met all the players in the hallway yeah. of the fairgrounds and was just being loud, you know. So it was it was fun watching them from top to bottom. So yeah, now kind of I'm gonna kind of jump around on my questions here since we were since we've been talking about this unranked team winning. How much yeah. how much emphasis do you feel needs to be put on those rankings? I mean, I mean this kind this kind of proves I know it's the never happened before but this kind of proves you may not know enough about a team to you know us over here at empire we may not know something like you said you didn't even know where tushka was you know much right. less you hadn't ever seen him play so i mean do you feel like there's too much emphasis put on those rankings or uh, you know i'd kind of talked to coach powers about it uh last week and uh she said she didn't know what the formula was i mean i don't really know if i know what it is either but Here's my opinion on it, man, and I put, as a myself, I put a lot of emphasis on it as, you know, I pay a lot of attention to, um, you know, our class, class Mm -hmm. A, so there's times, Coach, I'll go on there and I'll just just go through there and I'll just look at class A scores, and, you know, I'll get to the point where I'm clicking a certain team, like, I want to see who they've played. I'll start going there and I'll look at the scores and I'll see who they've played and then I'll click on another team from their from their uh, schedule and I'll just keep on going from there. I mean, mm-hmm. format wise, I mean, there's 
you know, I don't think there's much better of a way, but I, I do feel like us as coaches, I think that is important. You mm-hmm. know, I, we need to really, I mean, like Tishka was one. I remember us playing Lone Grove at the, when we scrimmaged him over Christmas, I yeah. believe it was. Yeah. Uh, he come over, coach, and I remember to this, I mean, he told me, he said, coach, listen, he said, I've looked at your class A, uh, class a rankings and top 20 he goes i know tushka's not on there he said but coach he said they're they should be yeah he said i know not not very many people know them or whatever it is but he said man he said they they should they're definitely top 20 team if not higher he said coach they're really competitive yeah and you know that's one thing you know so then from that moment you know i, I it's hard to come across tushka you know because i click on you know schedules and i click on you know similar people we've played and kind of just kind of go that long route but, um, you know, so then I started ranking them. I mean, mm-hmm. I looked, they had a very tough competitive schedule. And yeah. obviously, did I think they were going to be a, you know, state champion? I, yeah. I mean, no, no, nobody could really guess that, honestly. Yeah. But, um, man, it, it's just so important, I feel like. I mean, not, you know, last year for, you know, for Empire, for example. I mean, I thought we had a really competitive year. Um, I've seen, you know, many of those teams. I've seen, oh, there's a team called, uh, who was, I think it was like Drummond, who was competitive, and they never cracked the top 20. And so it's just, yeah. to me, really important for us. And it's not just go look at 2A, 3A. I mean, you glance at that top 20 stuff, it's okay. I just feel like as coaches, man, it just, it takes it takes me five minutes just to go on OSSA and just look you know, class A scores and then look at who they've played and, you know, it it's not that hard to kind of get your sense of, okay, I think this team could be really competitive. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, take that to mind very much. So Yeah, and that's the thing too. I think if you know, the rank and like in my opinion, I think if coaches overall would take it serious. And most people I think probably just I don't know, I haven't done rankings in ten plus years, but I'm sure yeah. people will just, you know, look and see if number one through ten lost and then kind of move them around and then just kind of plug in people they may know. They don't really do that. They don't – a lot of people don't really do their homework. Yeah, right that's that's what I've got to – I mean, that's what I've come to understand. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I – and not – if I had seen Caddo play earlier, I think they are still ranked four or five, but I may rank them a little bit higher. I mean, yeah. after watching them play, but – um, you know, I think that's you know you can't really watch them play and understand that. But I mean, like you said, like uh, I'm going to keep going back to him, and I hate to do it, but I mean, Tushka is just a prime example. I mean, for them to go unranked and nobody even, I mean, there's teams across the state, you know, of mm-hmm. ranking. You know, that's the thing I'll do, coach. You can go on there and see who what coaches ranked what this this week. Yeah. So if you know, if I see a you know, a top five team, you know, rank somebody that I haven't heard of. I'm going to go look at that team and, you know, kind of say, okay, well, this is who they played. Oh, they've gotten a couple of big wins against a top 20 team or a top three, a team or whatever it may be, you know, that, that may take consideration of putting them in your, to your top 20, you know, and that just helps playoffs and all that stuff. So, yeah, yep, absolutely. Now, kind of going off of that and kind of getting in the, you um 
coaching at your alma mater, I think, you know, from talking with other coaches, it seems like every, not everyone, but the majority of people, whenever they get out of college, they, their first job is at their alma mater. And it, I mean, what, what challenges, I mean, and you're, you're the same way. What challenges have you faced or do you feel is a challenge for coaches that coach at their alma mater? Man, it's a, it's a great question. I, I've looked into it and really, I mean, for, I can't speak for other coaches, um, coach, but for me, I have a true passion for, you know, the challenges I face or the challenges I put on myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a true passion for, you know, making us, you know, putting empire on the map and, in any sport that we play. You know, whether that's football, basketball, obviously, you know, I, I really work hard at, you know, at the basketball level. But, I mean, I, I really – and that's my deal too, Coach. I, I really have a – I challenge myself, you know, to really – I want us to be known as that top ten team. You know, I want mm-hmm. people to look at us and be like, you know, let's, I want them to go on OSSA and click on Empire and see if they've gotten any big wins or anything recently. You know, that's – and that's – Really, I mean, playing or coaching at the school that, you know, I'm from, Coach, I, like I said, it's just I challenge myself. You know, I wanted, I wanted it as a player probably, mm-hmm. you know, more than anybody on my team I felt like. And then here I am now, I want it more than I wanted it even as a player. And, you know, I just yeah. want that for this community. And, you know, we worked so hard around here. And we we have a great fan base here. Um, we're We're – taking the right tracks i believe um you know and that's that's really my ultimate goal i was talking to my wife and i told her i was like you know what really no matter what happens in the future i really just want you know to see some success and we've we've tasted it we've tasted a little bit in football and we've got to taste a little bit of it in basketball and we've had some taste of it in baseball and I feel like we've kind of got that taste, you know, of it. And I, now it's time to, you know, kind of take that next step. But like I said, going, kind of going off topic. But that it's, it's just challenges that I give myself because I just I want to see this community in such a elite level that, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly on myself to make sure that we get nothing less of that. So, yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll, I mean, what, and what about you, coach? I don't. Not to switch it around, but I, I'm curious too. I mean, you you coached at Fox. I mean, what mm-hmm. is there anything that you'd seen? Well, I mean, I th- that pressure that you put on yourself, I think that was something that I did because I didn't want to fail. You know, I, I mean, I'm not uh, no people knew who I was. You know, so right. when I came back, I didn't want it to be like, well, he was just a good player. He's not a good coach. You know, so I always wanted to make sure all my eyes were dotted, and my T's were crossed. You know. Right. I, and I don't know if it was necessarily enjoyable, but I mean, I did put that pressure on myself. To I never really felt any pressure from uh, the community or anything like that. They if, they were just supportive, but yeah. I mean, it was more a, in, an internal pressure that I put on myself. I was like, hey, this is my program, or you know, this is my my defense. You know, I, yep. it's got to be the best that it can be. You know, and that that that. Uh, it, it's it is stressful, but I think it does in the end. Make it made me a, a, a better coach because I always held myself. I didn't have to worry about anybody holding me accountable. I held myself accountable. 
Right. I think you made a good point, Coach, and the you know you don't want people to think that you're a better player than you are, Coach. Yeah, I, absolutely. I didn't really think about that, and uh, not to uh, really for me. I mean, looking at it right now, I mean the way that you put it like that, Coach. I mean, I I wasn't nothing great at all by all means, nothing you know, nothing like that. But I that's I'd much rather be known for you know my coaching abilities and you know my my. Uh, plain ones for sure and i think that that is important i mean i I thought about it that way and how people could view that but that's a good way to put it yeah and also and being a younger coach what uh what kind of challenges do you feel come with that man uh, you know what the first the first two three years as an assistant are probably the toughest right and this is i'm gonna do my best to you know and really Hopefully, a lot of young coaches can can hear this. Um, it, it is very, very important, right? As you come in as a young coach, you get sometimes when you're. I, I was very fortunate enough to get the opportunity, you know, whatever it was, five years ago, to coach, you know, kind of, you know, a year or two out of college or out of uh, high school. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it's very fortunate. But I mean, that also comes with you. You got to start taking a lot more responsibility. Yeah. Uh, the, the the most important thing, coach, that that I feel like it is for a young coach, and I, I, it's not as much as it is now for me. I feel like back, you know, five years ago, it was very very important. But now it's still important to you know it's part of my philosophy. But um, it's very important to show kids that you don't only care about success in basketball. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't only care about success in um, football or track or you know whatever it is we may be doing you as a as a coach or you know as a teacher or any part of the education community at all you've got to show these kids you know that you care about them outside of whatever it is we may be teaching or coaching or whatever it is and for a coach it's it's, it's a lot more emphasis on it um that was the that was you know i was under you know a lot of good coaches and i've got to experience a lot of them and i was come to understanding that real early fortunately and i I feel like it's just the main thing as a young coach is just show these kids you care about them other than their other than being successful because you can as a young coach coach and i i'll put blame on myself i mean you can let your ego get in the way of a lot of things absolutely yeah and you know that it could you sit there and just let your ego get involved and then you start yelling at somebody and even somebody may even get onto your assistant or you may be even getting onto your assistant and then you got just you know bad stuff going around your locker room and mm-hmm. just be, just want to win and it, you can't it's tough to be successful that way and in my opinion it's just my opinion mm-hmm. and so i feel like you just and you get more out of kids you know and that's that's one thing I truly do. I mean, I don't, I'm not a coach that's just saying this. I truly care about my kids' success outside of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I care about what they got going on. and I tell them every day or almost every day, you know, like we before we break it out, I, whether I'm mad, whether I'm, you know, disappointed how we practiced, how we, if we just had a bad loss, uh, I let them know if they ever need anything, they need to make sure they holler at me. And so, mm-hmm. that, you know, because I am, I'm a, I'm really, really tough, and you know I, I'm just kind of how I my coaching style is. But I mm-hmm. want kids. I, I I'm really mm-hmm. tough on 
it's only because I truly care about you and want to do what's best for you. So, and that's a that's, that's a pretty mature thing at a young age to realize that it's because I, I think I ran into that letting my ego get in the way, letting success over the actual kids in the program get to because yeah. I mean that's that's a hard thing to go to kind of let that go and and get into what we're really here for you know and yeah. for for the kids <clears throat> and that I mean that's a I wish I would have known that at a, a young age because I was just so consumed with X's and O's and making sure oh, we yeah. practice hard making sure we had a good practice and I kind of forgot about the relationships that were the important thing absolutely and that's you know what coach and that the the relationships that I've gained, you know, I just feel like those kids do, you know, give me everything they've got. I mm-hmm. mean, they, and that's just the more I show them and the more, you know, I show my carrots, the more they've cared about being successful and the more they were understand or they were more able to, you know, take a little bit of criticism, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what, you know, I, I've, I've tried to implement early and, know for the most part i know I, and i see it you know sometimes i'll watch myself and i'm like that you know I, that was a little bit too much on how maybe i you know yelled or even gotten that official whatever it is but it's just i feel like i'm i'm very blessed in my own understanding that you know i was able to uh, see that early and mm-hmm. you know but like that some of our success has been just because you know we, we've gained such a good unity here at empire so yeah now, how I mean, you've done a, a good job of starting to build this program. How? What, what do you think the key is to program building? <sighs> Number one thing, okay, and it, and I, I seen Kobe Bryant say this, you know, whenever it was, I seen a video on him. Number one thing for me is to pique kids' curiosity. Right? I feel like it's very important to you know make kids curious on how to be successful, make mm-hmm. kids curious on. Um, what it takes to get to the state tournament. Make kids curious on, oh, man, I love the feeling of, you know, let's say we're Stevens County Championship or, you know, Black Diamond Championship, whatever, championship of any tournament. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they watch that and they see all the fans going and they just pique their curiosity on what it takes to get there. Um, and I feel like that's from top to bottom, you know, from fourth grade, fifth, third grade, whatever, all the way up to, seniors i mean mm-hmm. you constantly from the time that they're young to the time you're now is very important to pique kids curiosity mm-hmm. oh so, and that's that's one of the things that i really try to do is you know and i i i uh, preach you know i want kids to play AAU a lot mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons i want kids to see you know, when they go watch them tournaments and they go playing them, there's some really, really talented players, really talented players. And I want them to be curious on, man, that kid's a, that kid's a stud. I mean, how, how can I get, make a move like that? Or how can I start seeing the floor like that guy does? Yeah. And so, you know, I, to me, that's one of the number one things is, is, uh, picking kids' curiosity. But the second thing is, uh, is trust. You know, I feel like, you know, from top to bottom, they've got to be able to trust me. They got to be able to trust you, as assistant. They got to be able to trust, you know, players. They got to be able to trust, you know, community. Our community. Mm-hmm. They got to be. I mean, top to bottom, there's got to be trust in, you know, everybody because everybody plays a role in our success. Yeah. Um, 
it's not just something that one individual on our team is doing. Uh, it's not something that I'm just doing. It's not something you're doing. Even our our fans that are involved, you know, it, if the more trust that we have within a program, you know, is is I just feel like that's what helps build, you know, uh, programs into being successful. Yeah. And, and and a prime example, yeah. coach. And I, I'm gonna try not to keep going back on, but I am really, you know, I <laughs> them one, but man, Tishka, I mean, they're the way those those kids played with each other was, I mean, it wasn't that they were just they just had the best kids out on the floor, honestly. If yeah. I, I mean, I didn't think they were just top to bottom, hands and feet, the most talented basketball wise. Yeah, Coach, their trust. I mean, they it didn't matter who had the ball in their hands. They all three wanted it, and they all, or all three, all five wanted it in their hands, and they all five were okay with the other one having it in their hands. Yeah. They all five top to bottom trusted each other. Coach didn't matter. I mean, they, he just wanted, you know, it's just a big, you can tell everyone trusted each other. Yeah. And so, you know, I that's going, like I said, going back on them, it was just, it was really impressive to see that. And I feel like that's just, that's been a good part in their program building. And which is what I'm trying to do, you know, here at Empire as well. So, yeah. Now, uh, you'd kind of mentioned it before you know, I asked that question about team unity. Kind of talk about some of the things that you do to kind of bring the kids together. I know, I mean, being your assistant, I know all the things you do, but kind of let everybody else know some of the things that you do as far as team unity, kind of the team building things that you do. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we, a lot of times we do many things throughout the year, Coach. I think it's very important sometimes to get away for a little bit in the middle of the season. Uh, I'm not saying take five days off and go home and spend it by yourself, you know. Yeah. If we're take a day off or two days off, or it's sometimes it's good to spend it with each other. And, um, you know, one, one thing is that we do is we always, every, every year, we've, we've had a Christmas party. And, you know, what we do is we just, we get in there and uh, we meet up. At, you know, fortunately, fortunately, my mother-in-law has always put it on for us. And, you know, the boys just love, you know, what I've seen there is we, we just, they love showing up and just hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's very seldom you can get all those group of boys in one room and it not be about basketball all the time. Yeah. And, or not be about whatever sport it is you're playing. And it's just very sell. And I feel like it's important for them to get to know each other too, not just on the basketball floor, but outside of it. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that's part of, that's part of the success we can, I mean, if we know each other, not just here, but outside of here, I feel like that helps our success more there. So, um, you know, what we do is we, we kind of get together for stuff like that. We have a big, nice team dinner and, you know, we I, I put basketball on the TV, but they'll play games, and we'll we'll play um, you know games that you know whatever my wife and makes up for them to do, and yeah. so yeah, I feel like you know that's that's really the main things we do. It's kind of how we build it, and so well, you know, we'll we'll up and go out and you know eat lunch, you know, going into or eat dinner. You know, especially right before playoff time, you know, we'll, we'll kind of just go practice one day and then we'll up and go eat dinner as a team and kind of just, like I said, let it go for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just a little stuff like that is, you know, kind of what we do. So, yeah. And I think that's, uh, that stuff's vital to 
just playing like you said Tushka played. You know, they, all that's – I guarantee you they do stuff outside of basketball, and I think that stuff is almost as important as the practices themselves. Yep, I agree, Coach. Now, the ultimate goal every year for every team in the state of Oklahoma is to be that team holding the, the trophy at the end of the season. But that's, you know, that's – only one team in each class is gonna is gonna do that. But tell us, I mean, that's that's their goal. Tell us about, and that's something I really like with what you do. Tell us about the 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 kind of preseason goals that you have for the program. So, what we do, coaches, we get together and we uh, b- before we have our very first practice, we come in there, we sit down in the locker room. And we go over first that we go we have two sections, right? First section is we put what our goals are. And I open it up to the team and us as coaches. We all there's not just me putting up goals, it's not just in one individual putting up goals, it's what do we as a team want to make sure we accomplish this mm-hmm. year. Right. And so the very number one thing that we always put is a state championship. And you know, some people will be like, Well, I mean, why would you but that, I mean, for me, if you don't, that's the highest thing anybody, that's that's why we play, yeah. right, for to go to the state championship. And if we don't put that as our number one goal to go reach, then how are we ever going to achieve that? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's that's one of the number one things we put on there. So then we open it up to the room and, you know, kids will raise their hands. But coach, let's, you know, one of, a lot of our goals is let's average 60 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll put that on there. Um, Coach, let's average, you know, 60% from the free throw line as a team. Um, Let's go, let's win, you know, three, let's win all three tournaments. Or let's win two of our three tournaments this year. Mm -hmm. You know, so we put very, very high expectations on our goals. And every, I I really do encourage every coach to do so. I Mm -hmm. mean, you've got to give yourself those high expectations so you can, you know, your kids can push to the max and so um, after we get those goals up there that's that's the first section right second section we do is okay how are we going to achieve these goals mm-hmm. right what what do we have to do to get state championship what are we going to have to do to you know get you know shoot 60 percent from the free throw line as mm-hmm. a team and so then we start mm-hmm. jotting stuff down and you know, a lot of them put live in the gym. Or well, we didn't. I don't even know if we finished it off this year. But a lot of them put, you know, uh, you know, live in the gym or you know, whatever. Practice like it's your last. You yeah. know, I feel like I think that was even up there on our goals this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice every day like it was your last. And you know, so we, we kind of have those two sections where you know, okay, here's our goals. Very high expectation goals. Nothing less. We're not going to sell ourselves short. And then right here, okay, what do we need to do to get to these? Um, you know, we know that it's going to be tough. And so when we come in, and I leave it up on the board all year long. It's right there, kind of right there. As soon as you walk in the door, it's right there to your left. Just big, bold, we see it. So every day as we walk in there, that's what we got to see. Mm-hmm. We look up there at the board, okay, I practice every day like it's my last. Let's go out here and let's have a great practice. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, to me, I've, I, I, seen us have some success in it and you know i feel like what we'll do at the end of the year obviously if we didn't reach our goals what we do is we go all right let's everybody sit down and we check off do we reach this 
check that we didn't reach this. Okay, why did we not reach this? What mm-hmm. should we done differently to make sure that we get to this goal next year? Mm-hmm. You know, that's we figured that out. Like I said, we we opened it up. We figured it out as a team. And, you know, that's how we grow. You know, that's that's yeah. that's how we continue to get better. So, yeah. Now talk about uh, who has kind of influenced you. Like, first of all, who influenced you to become a coach, and who's kind of have you kind of taken things from as a coach? Oh, man, there's a lot. Um, the, the first coach that influenced me to be a coach, um, his name's Coach Hunt. He was my high school coach. Um, you know, I I really had a true passion for basketball when I was younger. And, um, you know, I, was, I wasn't, you know, I, was, I, I really wanted to, you know, experience what it was like to play in the big house and all this stuff and, you know, just – the relationship that I'm, I got with him and the way that he influenced my life. And, you know, it, it just, it really made me wanted to do the same thing to, uh, uh, with others. And, you know, it just, it drove my passion as much as my passion is about basketball and just coaching in general. You know, it just, it just, it was a no brainer. That's why this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm made to do. And so, mm-hmm. You know, he, he was he was my influence. You know, he's the reason why I'm, uh, I kind of got involved in coaching. And, you know, he really went out of his way to, um, you know, he was he's the one why kind of helped me get on out here at Empire. You know, he was, mm-hmm. he was, hey, look, you're in college. I know that stuff comes first. But he goes, you want to come kind of be like a another assistant? He said, come on. He said, I don't, I don't expect you to make every practice, every game. He said, but I want you to be here and you learn and, you know, don't be afraid to speak up. And so that's that's one thing that I, I really want to look to do mm-hmm. as a coach with my young guys. You know, I had one reach out to me. Landon Burton has reached out to me and said that's what he wants. He's really looking into doing is coaching. Yeah. So I, I told him, I was like, all right, I mean, if you want to come to some summer stuff with us and kind of just get involved a little bit and, you know, learn from, you know, Coach Gay and Coach Hayes and me, myself, and, you know, your dad, Coach Burton, you know, feel free. I mean, yeah. feel free to come out, and, you know, you'll learn a lot from each one of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's kind of how I got in that position. But, you know, uh, Coach, I've learned, man, I, there's a long list of, yeah. of uh, coaches that I've, learned, that I've learned from, you know, throughout the years. And, you know, one of them is yourself. I've learned a lot from you. Um, you know, a lot how to handle situations. You know, I've – a lot of our success has been because of you and, you know, how you've helped me get through, you know, tremendous things. I'll ask you your opinion because I'm just lost sometimes. I'll admit it. I mean, there's times I get lost and I don't know what to do and I have to look for you and or look to you and yeah. you, you give me a lot of direction. And, you know, um, Coach Hayes, he's he's the other one. I mean, he's he's my first ever assistant that I had as well. Um, man, I mean, I – you, I mean, you guys have pointed me in the right directions, and I've learned a lot from you guys. And, you know, there's, it, it was a big part in my development and my growth as a coach and as a young coach. And um, so, you know, and then kind of outside coach, there's, there's really been a lot of coaches I've learned from from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's some that it's not even coaches that I personally know. I mean, there's coaches that – you know, I just watch them play, and I'm watching how their kids play, and their kids have always played like that year in and year out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't really, you know, I won't pinpoint any of them certain, but, 
you know, I, I learned from a lot of opposing coaches, you yeah. know, and a lot of the two coaches, what to do and what not to do, you know. Oh, yeah, yep. Now, you know, oh, go ahead. It, it's just, uh, you know, like I said, it. I've learned from a lot uh, from, like I said, the people I work with to the people I don't work with, you know, so it really did a blessing of the coaches that I've been around and the coaches that I've got to watch coach. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate of that. Now I'll say is, you know, with coach Hayes being your assistant first, he, he must've done a better job. Cause I didn't, I never, I hadn't had the opportunity to reach out and grab you and tell you to sit down. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that was one that, of the things I was looking forward to. I was like, all right, I get to be the get back guy. Just yank him by his belt and sit him down. Yeah. I had to, I get from <laughs> that day on the, that day on, I had to uh, tell myself I better calm down because he did. He had to yank me back a couple times. <laughs> and, uh, uh, out. So, I, but I guess I guess that's one thing that uh, I did. He he helped me with pretty early because yeah. that says I mean help. I tried to. Uh, uh, he went nowhere out there in the football field. I can't be dragging him by his pants. <laughs> you know, he's dragging me from the fifty yard line out there to the middle of or out there to the middle of the logo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, but I mean, it he did. I mean, early. I, I have you know, for my first year as a head coach. I mean, that was one thing I, I needed to learn is to, you know, settle in. There's some things there in my control, and I need to understand that. So yeah. I was fortunate enough to learn that early. But I'm glad you didn't have to pull me by my belt because I was not. I did not want to get pulled by. <laughs> Embarrassing more so than anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. One final question. All right. All right. Which is more? Which is a more stressful situation? Watching your team with the ball down one with under ten seconds left, or any day in elementary PE? What a question! <laughs> what a question! Oh man! Oh, I mean, is there a right answer? I I don't know. I got the thing about that as I was asking. I was like, ooh, I don't. Either way is about. Same stress situation there. I don't know. Oh, I mean, some of the things that we we come across in elementary PE is, you know, it, it's a it's a day in itself. I mean, <laughs> hey, you do elementary PE coach. There is no time, no time to take take time off. I mean, you're always on your toes from top, especially when you get those younger PE kids. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There is no time, but I mean, yeah. I don't even know if there's a right answer. <laughs> Yeah. I get shut down on it, Coach, from the time I clock in at 8 o'clock at night to the time I clock out at 12 o'clock at night, whatever it may be, it's it's stress from that time. The only time it's not stressed is when I'm sleeping. Yeah, I hear you. So, but, yeah, I, it, it, I don't think there's the right answer to that one. <laughs> well, Coach, thanks for talking with me today. And uh, I would say good luck, but I'm going to see you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> well, one one thing kind of go out, man, I think with Again, like I told you earlier, this thing that you're doing is awesome. Um, I, I really do enjoy listening to it. And, um, as a young coach, I love listening to these older guys. And, you know, I I hope some, some younger coaches can kind of learn from the mistakes that I've had as a younger coach, you know, coming into it. And I hope that maybe your podcast gets to the point where it's a lot of younger coaches are listening to this as well, um, like me. But, man, I I think this, this, this thing's awesome. I, I love it. I mean, I know we've – You've done just a lot of area coaches. You know, I, I know some of my resumes not like some of those other ones, but, man, I, I really do sure enjoy it. And, um, I, I hope this thing continues to grow because I love listening to it. So. 
If you didn't know any better, you'd think Coach Hill is an experienced coach that's been coaching for decades. He's a student of the game, and he watches more film than anyone I know. In my opinion, he's gotten better and better as a coach year in and year out. His teams are always prepared to play, and they will give you all they have in the tank. Thanks for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the Coaches, and that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.